the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Sure, he, he fell out of a hospital window and, uh, well, he, he died. Sure he did. Yeah, fell out of a hospital window. Well, that's what the Russians are saying about um, one of their top oil executives who just happened to oppose the uh, invasion of Ukraine. Yeah, if you know anything about Russia, if you oppose the government, uh, you may not be around very long. Now, here's the story. I just I just found it interesting. And who knows? Maybe he did fall out of the window. Uh, but Luke Oil, I, I never was for sure how to pronounce it, L-U-K-O-I-L. Uh Luke Oil is Russia's second biggest oil and gas company. It is huge. Uh, if you travel in Europe, uh, particularly Eastern Europe, uh, Ukraine, Romania, Moldova, uh, Hungary, Bulgaria, you will see Luck Oil trucks everywhere. And you see them all the time um, in um, in Moldova, and Luck Oil gas stations all over Moldova. Big, 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 big company out of Russia. Well, the CEO uh, has had some problems with illness, and he was in a hospital in Moscow, and uh, it is being reported that he uh, fell out of the sixth floor window of his hospital and died as a result of his injuries. I'm not going to try to uh, pronounce his name. Well, Ravil Maganov, I think. Um, yeah. Ravil Maganov. Um, quote, he passed away following a severe illness. The man, and I'm quoting, the man fell out of the sixth floor window and died as a result of his injuries. Hmm. How often do people just fall out of the hospital windows and die? And did I mention he was a vocal opponent of Russia's invasion of Ukraine? Hmm. If you wonder, I've told this story, I think, just once. So if you've, if you've heard it, pretend, pretend that you've never heard it, okay? Um, 
I had the privilege of being in Ukraine and Russia with Bible League. And we spent most of our time, we drove from Kiev, uh, Ukraine, we drove all the way to Moscow. I don't remember how many miles that was, but it took us several days. And it was through the countryside of Russia. It was beautiful. I could not believe how primitive so much of Russia is. We talk about Appalachia here in America. I think it would be extremely rare to find an outhouse, outdoor plumbing, almost anywhere in America now. Very, very common all over Russia, no end. Anyway, I was amazed at how backward uh, much of the country is compared with the big cities, St. Petersburg, Moscow, and so on. Anyway, we only spent uh, probably about two days in Moscow, and that's where we flew out of the Moscow airport to come back. But anyway, uh, if you're in Moscow, you got to go to Red Square. And uh, a female doctor, a very prominent physician, very wealthy, uh, very influential, and spoke impeccable English, and she was a Christian. She was our tour guide. So we get on our little mini bus, and we go down to Red Square. And uh, we we see the Kremlin. uh, We see St. Basil's Church. I think it's St. Basil's that have the onions on top with all the different colors and so forth. And uh, we are right out in the middle of Red Square. We are not within 200 feet of any building. I mean, we're right out in the middle, and there are people all around and so forth. And uh, we're just kind of walking, and I turned to this lady, and I just asked her. Now, again, this was several years ago. I said, I'm just curious. What does the average Russian think of Vladimir Putin? What, what do they think about him? Uh, do they like him, dislike him, whatever? She stops cold in her tracks begins looking all around, looking, 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 all around, looking all around. And finally she says to me, I cannot speak of this. I said, what? She says, I cannot speak of this. She was petrified out in a public place to say anything about Vladimir Putin. She was a well-educated physician, doctor, fairly influential, and in the middle of a public square was so frightened of Vladimir Putin and the communist government, she wouldn't give me any comment, and she never did. That gives you any idea of the hold that the communist government has over the people in, uh, in Russia. Speaking of the hold, I just thought the article was interesting. He fell out of, you know, he opposes Vladimir Putin. He opposes the war. And, oh, he fell out of a hospital window. Hmm, Maybe he did. Uh, Speaking of totalitarians, I'm not familiar with XL Energy. It's the letter X, C-E-L, XL Energy, but it's one of the big energy companies in Colorado. Well, It is a hot and humid summer in 
uh, Colorado, and XL Energy has encouraged their customers to put in smart thermostats. It'll help you save money. It'll communicate with the company, and we can tell if you've got a problem. You won't even have to call us. Your thermostat will, uh, you know. So they encouraged their customers to put in their approved smart thermometers. Well, a couple of days ago, they get a message from XL Energy. And the message basically said, uh, we're taking over your thermostat. You can't override it. We're uh, taking over your thermostat, and uh, we are setting your thermostat at, what was it, um, from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., quote, temperature locked temporarily. This was the actual message. Temperature locked temporarily during energy emergency due to a rare uh, energy emergency that may affect the local energy grid. Your temperature slider has been changed from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. because you are enrolled in a community energy savings program with our thermostat. They took it over. 22,000 of their customers lost complete control of their own heating and air conditioning. Why? Because they were running out of power. Yeah, Colorado, yeah, yeah, they're really pushing electric cars, too. Mm-hmm. They're so low on the electric grid that they're actually hijacking people's thermometers, locking them out. And yet they want you, me, and the people of Colorado, everybody, to buy electric cars. Mm. Uh, Some of the technology that we are surrounded with is really, really wonderful. Some of it is very frightening. Can you imagine your thermostat just taken over and you lose control? Happening in Colorado. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Well, ladies, how would you like to live in uh, Iran? Yes, you know the company, the company, the uh, country that we're trying to strike a nuclear deal with because we know we can, we can uh, trust them. Yeah. Iran is going to start using security cameras in all of their subways and public transportation facilities to identify women who do not observe the compulsory Islamic dress code or the hijab. Yeah, for all women. Mm Mm-hmm. 
They're going to start using uh, cameras with facial recognition in the subways and other public transportation facilities. Mohammed Salah Hashimi Golapalabajabudibujibuji, uh, the secretary. I don't know how to pronounce that. The uh, secretary, but he's got. <coughs> pardon me. He's got one, two, three, four, five names, and the last. Uh, the his last name is Golpalagayagani. Whatever, and uh, he is the secretary of Iran's. Headquarters for enjoining, not enjoying, no, 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 not enjoying. The headquarters for enjoining right and forbidding evil. Yeah, they got a department for that. (laughs) The headquarters for enjoining right and forbidding evil. They are tasked, quote, with promoting the clerical regime's interpretation of Islamic morals. And uh, they have confirmed the move, published uh, in an interview on Tuesday of this week, adding that subway CCTV cameras are programmed to use face recognition technology to take a photo of un- Veiled women. He added in the uh, press conference, photos will be matched against the database registered for the woman's national ID cards to identify them, and then uh, a ticket with a significant fine will be sent to them. He said, About half of the Iranian women currently do not observe the mandatory hijab rules. And that is going to change. Can you imagine that kind of regime? I mean, can you imagine? Every woman. Um, Just, wow. Wow, wow, wow. And then here's another wow. Uh, The United Nations supposedly has been investigating uh, human rights abuses of the Uyghurs. This is a minority group in China. They're Muslims. I don't know a whole lot about the Uyghurs. And it's it's spelled U-Y-G-H-U-R, but I understand that it is pronounced Uyghur. The Chinese government, the Chinese communist government, has been trying to basically wipe them out. Uh, they've been arrested. They have concentration camps around the country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So for several years, the United Nations have been saying, you know, we're going to look into that. And the U, the UN Human Rights Chief is Michelle Bachelet. Michelle Bachelet. Well, she's leaving the United Nations. And she is... Now, get this. She is releasing the long-promised report, quote, investigating allegations of crimes against humanity perpetrated against the Uyghur 
minority group. She is releasing the report the last day she is with the United Nations. Yeah, she's going to drop the report and run for the door. Quote, Bachelet had promised to release the long-awaited report by the end of the month. But she said on August 25th, substantial input from China. China has been fighting this like crazy. They do not want this released. They don't want it released. So what is it going to contain? Nobody knows. She has promised, however, she is going to release the report of the UN investigation on human rights abuses in China on the last day of her employment, which will be coming up pretty soon. Gotta love the United Nations record on human rights. Wow. Well, we are just about out of time, and I am just so grateful that you have uh, chosen to spend some time with me today. Uh, I don't ever want to take for granted this audience, this incredible audience. And I know you have a choice in the radio programs that you listen to, and that's why I try so hard to give you important information every day. Now, folks, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful evening. But please, and I mean this, wherever you go and whatever you do, please... Remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.